is that you guys have such like a great energy that like the next wedding we went to we were like okay we had to have like way better energy because you guys were like hyping everybody up the whole time and I don't know like not that we don't do that but we like you guys made the day and I I really do think it was you guys like there's so much stuff going on like made it so relaxed and like made us comfortable mm. and so I strive to be like that Welcome back, everybody, to the Creative Crunch Podcast. Yes, we have been gone for quite some time, but we've been busy. We've been doing stuff. We've been filming weddings and, and yeah. So it's been, what, half a year <laughs> since we posted last? Maybe longer? I think it was like May. It was like May or something. <laughs> so we're pushing half a year, if not going And then the, the last one was, where have we been? So like... This is even longer than that. Each each one's <laughs> going to be where we where have we been. But yeah, so welcome back. It's Creative Crunch Podcast. We're not gone. We're still here. And today we have a very special podcast. We are here with our good friends, Hannah and Logan Belzer, recently married. Used to be Hannah Stewart and Logan Belzer, but now they are the Belzers, but also known mm-hmm. as H Creation Films. Um, and it's a unique situation too because ben and i actually filmed their wedding so we thought it'd be fun to bring them on um kind of talk a little bit about that process talk about uh their careers with with filming weddings so yeah you just want to introduce yourself say hi to our five million listeners <laughs> hello i'm hannah and i'm logan hey hello. nice to meet you guys yeah <laughs> all right and that's about all the time we have so we, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, guys, seriously, we're, we're excited that you were able to come on and, and hang out with us for a bit. Um, I know, I think Logan, at, at your wedding, I think at the ni- end of the night, you're like, hey, man, where's the podcast been? So, um, <laughs> and your wedding was even quite a bit ago. So it, it's taken us some time, but we're here and we're happy, happy that you're on with us. So, yeah, should we just kind of hop into it? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess who is Hannah and Logan? Um, us? I don't know. <laughs> um, we're married, and we are age creation films. I'm age creation films, and Logan's my little assistant. Um, uh, are you pay- paid? <laughs> used to be. Yeah. <laughs> then they got married, and then... So you <laughs> married him, so you didn't have to pay him anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. You can introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Logan. I help Hannah on the weekends, and then I run my own business Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends if I'm not helping Hannah. Oh, so All what right. do you what do you do outside of helping Hannah? Like, what is your your job? Construction. Okay, cool. So Very not cool. even close to the same thing, but no. It's kind of helpful you- though to know that. I feel like knowing that um those skills is really beneficial especially if you're like in a house or you're gonna move into a house or something well we're renovating our house right now so that's pretty cool yeah yeah i am so clueless when it comes to that stuff like i mean i can figure it out but i i couldn't tell you what a tool is or like the actual 
respectable name of a tool respectable <laughs> what the heck just came out of my mouth respectable the actual like names of tools and stuff i couldn't tell you any of that but um i can figure it out ben's pretty good at that stuff too ben's kind of the guy i call if i, have I, questions. I youtube is where i just learn it i don't know that much stuff no they were hiring no <laughs> <laughs> all right we're there well well Dude, it's been so long. I'm like flubbing over all my words. <laughs> um, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> okay, so we know you two. Um, Hannah, so you're the you're the head of H Creation, the CEO of H Creation Films. Some would say she's the H of I'm H Creation. Films. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, how did H Creation Films start? Um, my friend asked me to do her wedding because I used to do like. I just used to make, make my friends do videos all the time, like just YouTube videos. And I would do like these summer hype videos, which I don't know, kind of embarrassing now. But you can find them on YouTube if you want to go check them out. Um, and she asked me to do a, uh, her wedding. And so I did that on my iPhone. And then the next year I had like three more people ask me. So I did all of those on my iPhone. And then I finally got a camera. And now I've been doing it ever since. And now this is the only thing I do full-time how long have you yeah how long have you done it full-time since last august so a year-ish nice nice that's super awesome there's something there's some good feeling when you when you leave that nine to five i guess i don't know what you were doing before where you're just like i'm gonna go do my own thing and i don't know it's such a respectable thing respectable is my word today Um, but it it really is a respectable (laughs) thing and like um when you're able to go do your craft full time like as yeah. your as your main job like that's that's super special and super awesome so i know it's been a year but congrats i don't i actually don't think yeah. i knew that you were full time i think that's the first yeah. time i'm learning that well so, before cool. i just nannied so i was still oh, okay. to, like it was still like not a 9 to 5 i was working weird hours all the time yeah but so yeah it was nice when i could just do this on my own and be home every day and work on my own time kind of i guess yeah so we've got two entrepreneurs in the in the relationship, huh? Yeah. Construction yeah. and then more of a creative job. Construction is pretty creative, actually. So I take that back. But very cool. Very, very cool. All right. Yeah, I like that. So we're going to hop in and talk a little bit about your wedding. Uh, is that cool? I'm sure yeah. that's exciting. Exciting stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, so throughout all the planning, the prepping, the everything – what so the whole process what was your favorite part and they can be different from each other what was your favorite part of of the wedding could it it could have been planning could have been the actual wedding i want to hear from both of you what what was that um it definitely wasn't planning i'll say that (laughs) i don't know who would say that (laughs) oh my favorite part was the planning as soon as the wedding (laughs) happened that wasn't fun (laughs) um it wasn't too bad though i usually know what i want and i'm not too indecisive so it wasn't planning wasn't too bad but I feel like we have the same favorite part, which I know you guys probably know what it is too. And it was definitely the rooftop at night for our private dance. I don't want to be like basic and say that because that's like the obvious answer, but it really was. I was trying to think of something else, but that was no part. Yeah, I I remember that too. And that is probably one of my favorite meta. <laughs> that is probably one of my favorite meta. <laughs> Meddings, one of my favorite meddings. That is, that is one of my favorite memories. 
from my wedding career, not just from your wedding, but from the whole career. Um, cause after your private dance, we, all the vendors just kind of stay up there and we had a little dance party. I know that home. was so fun. That, and, it was so fun. Yeah. That, that was awesome. Um, uh, what about you, Logan? Uh, obviously the same thing, <laughs> but just to be a little different, probably the night before, I mean, it's just, you have all the nerves before it's exciting. You're with all your friends. It's going to be in the wedding the next day. That was probably the best part besides the actual wedding day. Yeah, I, but you guys were like crazy the night before. <laughs> so it's a little different than my experience, but. I, I've heard that too. Like sometimes the anticipation, the things leading up to the big thing is almost what's super exciting. Because like once it happens, it's happening. And when it, like you're before that moment, you're just anticipating it. It's everything's leading up to it. And that's kind of, that's kind of what's really special. It's like, you've been waiting this long for these things to happen. So I, I I get that answer a lot. I totally get it, but yeah, I'm sorry guys. I cannot speak words today and (laughs) hopefully it gets better as we go on, but to our listeners out there, sorry. I think I remember when we walked into the what your guys' wedding, like we I'd never met Logan. We didn't. I think it was the wedding day that we met you. I think. Mm. And I remember feeling a little nervous. I was like, "Man, are we gonna be able to break the ice with this guy?" But then, as soon as we did the groomsman prep, I feel like that's when we broke the ice. And it was after we did that very first hype pose. I was like, "All right, this is gonna be good." Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I told Hannah. Like. Right after the wedding, I think we might have been eating dinner or maybe we were back in the hotel. And I was like, it was so awesome because I was really worried. Never been in front of the camera, always behind it. Mm-hmm. And then like we w- we did that first pose. And then I was like, you know what? That actually wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. And we, we came out swinging with that pose too. I remember Ben and I had a conversation because um, we could tell there may be a little tension with the guys, like not super comfortable in front of the camera. So we're like, I think we just need to come out the gate and like, all right, Logan, you like flip your jacket over your, your, your shoulder and just go into your pile of these guys and just start like hyping up like it's a football team or something. And that was super fun. I didn't know uh, that was the first video. That's awesome. Yeah, that. it was the first thing we did with the guys um, nice. like collectively besides the camcorder, I think. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Um, so in with again with the wedding, like, is there anything that you guys regret? <laughs> regret? <laughs> hey, you got it from here, Ben. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm honestly not sure oh where, my the, gosh. where the questions went. <laughs> um, yeah. What? So what from your wedding? Um, is there anything you regret, even if it's like minor things? Probably having us film their wedding. Yeah, probably hiring your videographer. (laughs) No. um, Okay, this is something that, this is so minor and it doesn't even matter. But this is the only thing I can think of. I had like these like couple TikToks planned out for the day. And I just didn't even set time aside to do any of them. Like they weren't just like dancey ones. They were like these ones with my friends who are getting married this fall. And so that's literally my only regret is that I forgot to do this. I guess that. that kind of stuff can be frustrating when you forget <laughs> you have this plan and then you just completely yeah, and you can't go back. Your mind. Like yeah. it's just whatever. It's fine. But I think that's just kind of a reoccurring thing on a wedding day too. It's just like your mind is in a million different places yeah. all at once, especially as vendors, our minds are everywhere. I can't imagine as a bride and a groom, you're like, Oh, I want to try to do these little TikTok things. But like, 
that's probably the last of your worries. I literally um, didn't even cross my mind during the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's probably something that you have to like t- say, hey, your job is to remember this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're probably not going to have your phone for like the whole day. I mean, you'll have it for little parts of it, but like you're going to get flooded with notifications all day. So it might just get missed. In the- yeah. Which that seems like so minor. Honestly, I think we did a good job and I'm very much a person that's like whatever happens happens so I don't I don't really have any regrets as any actual regrets because I don't really care about the TikToks but <laughs> what about you Logan you know I really can't say there's anything I regret I mean no. I did nothing <laughs> yeah well that's good I mean that's good that you guys don't have anything you regret yeah. um we we like that answer too I think the the number one thing when you talk to a couple that got married, and I, I'm not just saying this because we're all videographers here, but I think the biggest thing that is a regret from weddings in general is when the couple doesn't have a videographer for their day because, um, you know, it's just a whole different beast in its own. And some people might not realize the value of it right away and all that. But um, yeah, we we're just curious if you had kind of. Anything, that's why but... I feel like it's so important to pick like I haven't even seen all the stuff you got but I trust that you got literally everything that I needed to see so it's like important to pick people that you trust to do that kind of stuff you know because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know I wouldn't so I don't re- I don't even know what you got but I don't regret it so yeah we've we've talked about that on the podcast before too it's just like um if you're uh if and we can jump into another question after this, but like, if you're a couple, if you're engaged and you're looking like, what should you look for in your vendors? And I think one of the big things that you just touched on is like, you want to be able to trust them. You want to be able to know them and and all that stuff, but that's a whole nother tangent we could go on. Yeah. So Ben, next question. Um, yeah. So <laughs> what, uh, I know you had mentioned this at your guys' wedding. Um, but what what were some things or maybe something that you took away from watching us film your wedding? Um, okay, hold on. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking. Okay. Um, like specifically, I feel like there's things that I've stolen from you guys already. Like um, I bring my GoPro now, like how you guys bring your little camcorder thing. And I feel like in the what I brought that for the past three weddings. And I've gotten so much stuff. Like, do you just give it to somebody? I just give it to a bridesmaid or whatever. I can watch it on my phone usually. That's cool. If they're not too far away, and I guess I trust them. I don't know. No one what really that? goes crazy, but which GoPro do you have? The Hero Seven. So it's actually my dad's because I broke mine, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. But yeah, and then. What else we were talking about earlier? Um, like the interview style. Oh yeah, we've done interviews now because we like that you did that. How do you? We really how do you just do like them? copied specific things, but um, how do you do the interviews? Same way that we do them. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we kind of just ask like general questions. You know, like do you, do you hold it? like a mic up, like we do? I will actually just mic them because I don't have anything, and I, or I just like will set the. I think for like Jack and Jordan's, we just like sat it beside Jordan and it usually is fine. I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Um, and but... by the way, by the way, it's not stealing. 
because we've gotten yeah. <laughs> that stuff from someone else too. You know, we're not, we haven't had yeah. any groundbreaking original stuff. Like I know Ben got the camcorder idea from, I don't remember who, what video. It was some video. I saw them holding like a kid's camcorder they got on Amazon or something. In yeah. a video, I saw them doing that. I was like, wait, that's genius. And then I think the first time Ben did it was at Allie Popkins' wedding, and we were both there, and that's kind of when it started to become like, wait, this is actually something that that's that's doable. And so yeah, there's there's no there's no real stealing. I mean, there is, but like, just like it's taking something that you saw and you liked and kind of trying to make it your own. So don't mm-hmm. I don't know the the word steal just makes me uncomfortable sometimes because like oh, okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not upset that you're using like doing the same stuff we're doing like I I encourage that that I think that's awesome. I feel but, like I used to feel like that until we until I went to light it up and then like that was your whole thing. Ben was that you should steal be like an yeah steal like yeah. an artist. Hey. So then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I steal all the time. Um, I watched. Yeah, you stole that book from me. I watch a ton of. Uh, um, it's not even just wedding videos, but yeah, I watch wedding videos, and I'm like, I'm gonna see what I can do with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then also, I haven't done this yet, but something I do want to copy, not steal, or I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's you guys set the camera up behind me when I was walking in, and I thought that was really cool. Hmm. I don't know if I noticed. I don't know if I noticed that day of or something, but I thought that was really cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that too sometime. I feel like it's like a fifty fifty chance that someone will or will not stand in front of it. Be in front yeah. of it like a wedding planner or someone whoever's um, adjusting your dress before you go down. But it's yeah. worth. I think it's always worth worth the shot. Yeah, but. it's a, yeah. I haven't had. I feel like I haven't even had like the opportunity anywhere that we've been, but. Mm-mm. That's even something you could probably get on your GoPro because it's such a quick shot. It's like not, I mean, in in the case of your wedding, we did end up moving that camera for another another angle of your ceremony. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going specifically for that one shot, it doesn't have to be, you know, 4K or 1080. It can be it can be a GoPro or even a phone shot. Like I've seen people use their phones at weddings and stuff. So um, yeah, any anything else on kind of like the our process of filming. So Ben and I are very similar in what we do. You know, I learned a lot from Ben when, when I was kind of starting. Um, so we've kind of morphed into the, almost like the same style, same wedding day shooting, even when we're not together. Is there anything else that you're like, you just took that away and kind of want to try to implement that into your business? Um, or you're like, I think the only other thing that we've talked about, which I feel like you pointed this out more than me is that you guys have such like a great energy that like the next wedding we went to, we were like, okay, we had to have like way better energy because you guys were like hyping everybody up the whole time. And I don't know, like, not that we don't do that, but we like, you guys made the day. And I, I really do think it was you guys. Like there's so much stuff going on, like made it so relaxed and like made us comfortable. Mm. And so I strive to be like that. Well, thank you. We, we appreciate yeah. that. I think it, even just this year, it's probably one of the first years I've like, I go to weddings now. It might just be because I've, this is like my fifth wedding season. Um, so now I'm to the point where I feel like you could almost, I could almost film a wedding with my eyes closed, but like 
I feel now I have enough confidence I can go in and I don't care what people say. Um, I'm just going to do me and I'm going to create awesome stuff. Um, and I think that people can sense that like confidence and they're like, this guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Let's do what he says. Yeah. <laughs> um, if there's any hesitation, then they're just like, yeah, that person doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know your Enneagram type by any chance? I'm a six. I'm okay. very, I'm really into Enneagrams. Okay. You're six. I feel like I don't know any sixes. Yeah. I, it's like the worst one. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> literally the only thing that it says about them is that they just worry all the time, worry, and but that they're loyal. That's you. And so that is me. And Logan's a seven. Okay. You're a seven Logan. Yeah. Somehow. All right, man. Team seven. <laughs> Let's go. I don't know what seven is. I think it's, it's extroverted. Yeah, seven's very much like uh, they can match the energy of like who they're around, but they're very like adventurous and like to try new things and are just like, let's have fun doing whatever we're doing. Um, so I, I am hardcore type seven too. So um, that's cool. That's cool that, that yeah, you're. Um, but yeah, I think Ben and I were just on a podcast too, that we were, we were talking, um, it was the Ann and Alice podcast that I mentioned before we started recording. Um, and they kind of brought that up too. And I think a lot to do with like how we approach a wedding day, like with our energy comes from our, our Enneagram type or personality. Ben's a type nine, I'm a type seven. And I think those just mesh really, really well together. And, um, like I said, I think the main thing is we just have fun when we're like, we don't really come in with a plan to be like, let's raise the roof in this place. We're just like, let's just go have fun doing what we love to do. And I think that just might kind of spill yeah. out to, yeah, it, to like, everyone. Everybody like absorbs that energy or something. I don't know. Yeah. I will say though, there's, there's weddings you go to where you try, you throw every pitch you can and then like it just gets shot down and it's so, it just kills everything. Like I feel like the groomsmen are probably the toughest ones to break um yeah. and if they're just not having it it can be tough yeah i feel like at that point i'm always just like well they know what their day was they know what it's gonna look exactly. like they don't do anything so mm-hmm. i don't really yeah yeah i think we've all all been there with just not necessarily you know, a rough experience, but it just, it makes things a little bit more difficult when, when people aren't super on board for what you're doing and it kind of makes you feel down a little bit. You're like, okay, like I have to kind of shift my focus maybe to, to something else. And, uh, but yeah, you guys weren't, weren't like that at all. You guys were like, let's go, let's party. So, yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of my Enneagram or our Enneagram, I feel like the more I get into it, the more I start to see, my wings um so definitely i encourage you to like learn more about your wing five and your wing seven and same with you logan your your wing eight and your wing six i bet there's times where you guys are so similar because like you're wing six and you'll be very similar or you're like sevens because you're so close to each other i feel like we're good at like flipping like if I'm being very six, he can be very seven. And if he's being a little six, then I would flip to the other side, like to balance each other out or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you're worrying, yeah. I'll, like I won't be worrying. If I'm worrying, then you don't worry. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, yeah, no, that, that makes that sense. Makes all sense. Um, all right, let me, let's move on to this next question. Um, 
Is there anything you do different now at weddings after having your own wedding and seeing what was important to you? Um, other than the things that I just talked about, um, I feel like I have a different appreciation for the bride in the morning, like how she's feeling and stuff. Yeah. So I actually, like, not that I didn't, I just didn't, didn't, I couldn't relate until my wedding. And now I feel like I know how everyone's like feeling and that's a different, I, yeah, I don't know. That makes that makes sense. That's it, though. Otherwise, no. <laughs> Is there any, like, moments that you're like, oh, my gosh, this moment was so important to me. Now I understand why I need to get it. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, now I'm, I would, I like to mic the groom a lot longer. Like, I would keep it on during the first dance since we yeah. got some funny stuff of us, and I usually don't do that. <laughs> Um, talking about brushing your teeth on the, yeah, <laughs> during your first dance. Someone was like roasting me on your TikTok. You can't, you can't look at TikTok comments or Instagram. No, I don't, I don't care that much. But I was like, yeah. okay, yikes. But... Yeah. People, people are always looking for something to complain about. Like I've yeah. had that happen on the last two TikToks I posted. One literally being a grandpa that wrote a poem oh, really? for, for her, his, his granddaughter. And it was super sweet and emotional. And she didn't really look like she was crying, so people were like tearing her apart about it. I was like, I feel like that happened to another one of yours. I'm pretty sure it's yours because my friend Morgan knew the couple, and it was like during their first look or something, and people were like going at the bride because she asked like why he didn't cry or something. I don't know. Yeah, it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like who cares? And maybe if you like, people aren't watching that moment every single weekend. They. Yeah. don't understand how it should be or how it, there's not really a, yeah. how, a like certain way it should be i guess but Tick, I don't know. tiktok comments are they're the trenches like you can't <laughs> you can't spend too much time in them because people are just gonna be people are gonna be pissed off about anything even if yeah. it makes no sense and um you just gotta gotta roll with it be like all right you can feel however you want to feel but that's wrong i feel like <laughs> but, it made me feel like kind of famous or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something yeah <laughs> um no is, what about question. like uh is there any sh- like shots throughout the day that you're like okay i didn't really care about like let's say prep the prep shots what are your th- how do you feel about prep shots after having your wedding and doing those those like hey straighten your tie put your jacket on I think even before our wedding I started feeling like those aren't it's not that important if I miss something like that not that I want to but I don't know like I feel like our getting ready stuff was just really fun stuff like we just did like the dancing and everything mm-hmm. but like n- no bride really wants anything of her halfway ready anyways type mm-hmm. thing right. so i just feel like it's not as important which i already try to tell my bride sometimes like i i don't need to be there right when you start getting ready like i you don't want me to you don't want me to do all of that like i would show up if they wanted me to but um i don't i don't know maybe that's not a good answer but yeah my last my last highlight film i actually included no bride or groom prep I had a shot of like all the groomsmen kind of just laying on the bed together and then all the bridesmaids laying on the bed together, but I had no like mom helping her in the dress, no like groom because it it just didn't really add to the story and it wasn't gen none of it was genuine, it was all staged. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm just this I'd rather put something that's like 
yeah, more I've, genuine. I think that stuff's nice to get um, for like absolute backup. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I need something to put here. Like the in reality, sometimes you're working on a film and you need something to fill up a little spot. Like you can't always be like the whole film is going to be just this genuine like non-posed type of thing. So it's nice to have that stuff as like backups. But yeah, I, I'm the same way where I've been like, I don't really shoot much of that at all. I'd rather, I'd rather shoot the energy that's in the, in the morning, like with you, Hannah, you and your girls dancing and like drinking champagne and like hanging out. That was really fun. And like the, yeah. the things you were doing with the socks or, and then yeah. Logan, you and your guys were just hyping up and just hanging out in the morning. Like that's the cool stuff that I think um, really speaks more to who the couple is rather than, Oh, this really cinematic shot of, that last eyelash brush from the makeup artist or doing hair, but, um, yeah. yeah. Which I think people like, especially watching your guys' videos, they, they're not coming to you guys for those shots. They're coming to you for like the energy filled mm -hmm. shots. You know? mm -hmm. So that's just kind of, I don't know. I can, I don't know. I, I agree. I don't, I usually use, I use it as filler to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know if there is like a makeup artist or a hairstylist that's watching oh. this. We're not saying that your your art is not important to our video, but your finished art is what's important to our video. Like we're obviously going to get shots of the makeup all done and the hair throughout the entire day and, and yeah. the dress and all that stuff. So it's just more of the the act of like when it's happening that doesn't always fit. So I just I always like to clear the air because sometimes I I think it's my type seven wing six that comes in where i kind of worry like what if someone listens to this and that pisses them off so i always take a step back and i'm like hey <laughs> this is actually what we mean by that so it's yeah. not taken out of context but yeah so um as far as like filming and editing goes is there anything right now that you guys are working on improving um in, into your business into your craft um, um we, we can even touch on this ourselves too yeah we're always I feel like I'm just always trying to improve. I don't know that I have like one specific thing. I think if you'd watch my videos from the first video to my video now, like every single one improves. 1000% I mean, agree with that, Hannah. Yeah. Like I remember seeing your early work and what it is now. It's like you have grown so much. So, Thank you. Um, yeah. I um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I told you some stuff earlier, but I just, I try not to, actually what I'm focusing on now is trying not to be repetitive. Cause like, I feel like during wedding season, I'm like getting out all these previews every single week and I'm trying not to like be repetitive with them, you know? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. my goal right now. I don't know anything else. Filming wise, I don't know. I think we do a decent job. There's always things. I feel like every single wedding I get home and I'm like, okay, next week we got to do this different. And then the next week there's something else. So. I feel like it's just a work in progress always. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Logan, think... what about you with, with shooting? Yeah. Um, well, Hannah's, Hannah's been trying to get me to get more of like a different shot, more creative shots because she's obviously getting the most important one. So I'm just trying to get that other angle. And well, like, this will wow. be good practice this weekend because Hannah will be like, okay, this is. Yeah. This is, That's true. Because you use a tight angle, I assume, right? Like yeah. A, yeah, mm -hmm. so then now Hannah will actually get her hands on a tight lens and be like, oh, now I see what's so hard. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a little more sympathetic after. <laughs> I hope I, so. I personally like the tighter lens. Like, I love when I'm helping Ben. I mean, even when Ben helps me or I help him, like, we kind of switch from, like, lead shooter to co-shooter or whatever. But I, I kind of like being on that tighter lens. Like, I don't know. It forces you to move around and it forces you to, like, really focus on, like, composition and, and different things when you have that wider lens or if you're shooting on a 24 to 70. Like, you have that versatility where you can do anything you want. Um, on an 85, you're like – or a tight lens doesn't have to be 85. You're you're just forced to make it work. And yeah. I, I think I like the challenge of that. And I love when you get a good shot. I love how that tight shot always looks and like how it combines with the sequence from like if Ben's shooting something at 24 millimeters and I shot something at 85 and how you can connect those when you're editing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing to keep like remember in your head is like, okay, this other person with me is getting the whole shot. So I kind of have to work. Like, do I shoot just their hands? Do I shoot just their face? Do I shoot their feet? That's what I told. I always tell Logan, you need to look at me, see what I'm doing, and get something else. Like, don't be getting the exact same thing I'm getting. And we've gotten better at that. That was probably closer to I mean, yeah, Reed and I do that all the time. Yeah. We yeah, get the same shots sometimes. We'll look at each other and be like, we'll look at each other's shot and we'll be like, dude, that's the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yeah. like, we shoot in 4K, though, so we we're able to adjust a little bit of that in post like you can punch in a lot further than you can if you're shooting in 1080 or whatever but um i think i think we i mean we still make that mistake quite often but i think we are yeah. in a good rhythm when we help each other we kind of know know what to do and what the other one's looking for so um yeah i think that just comes with time too time and practice yeah. <clears throat> what about you reed what do you feel like you're trying to improve i'm perfect a lot i i don't know i'm trying to i would love to get better i always feel like i struggle with my ceremony setups and my toast setups uh, like with my three four cameras um so i am always trying to like recently i've been thinking like well what if i move this here get get a different angle here um sometimes it's difficult because you just have to work with the environment that you have um, so I've, I've definitely been paying way more attention into like my composition of like those, those, um, those still moments. So like the ceremony, for example, or the toasts or like first look or different things like that. Um, just really focusing on what that looks like rather than just getting the shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I've been kind of noticing that I'm putting a little bit more effort to into on a, on a wedding day. Yeah, I think, uh. As far as the filming, I feel like toast lighting, I'm still like, I feel like I don't have a full grasp of how to properly light. I feel like I just sometimes get lucky with how my light setup looks. Um, And so I'm trying to get a better grasp so I know confidently, okay, this light needs to go there, that light needs to go there. Um, So that's one thing I'm still trying to work on. Um, And then I'd probably say audio i'm trying to just get really really good at audio Mm -hmm. um there's just things that i know nothing like compressor is one of the hardest ones just using a compressor it's so confusing it's like a foreign language that's why i anything audio i make logan learn and then he can teach me in different words so i can understand (laughs) i feel really confident with recording audio it's the editing that like i'm like does this sound good i think and i wish i had a more confident like this sounds good 
Mm-hmm. That makes yeah. sense. Cause sometimes when you listen to something so repetitively, you're like, yeah, I think that's right. And then you come back to it and it's like, what, what was I even thinking? Yeah. yeah. Or you hear someone else's video and you're like, Oh my gosh, there's just so much. Their audio yeah, is so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, me, me with editing, I think something I'm working on too is just trying to, trying to craft more of a, a story, um, really diving deep into the toast and the, and the ceremony and, and the dialogue from the day and trying to match things up that, you know, if they talk about the same thing or whatever, um, just really focusing on the uniqueness of the day. Um, cause I mean, some weddings are very, very traditional and you'll get this, the typical, not a whole lot unique to it, but, um, kind of challenging myself to dive in more, um, and, and think maybe creatively on, the way things are said or whatever and and formulating that into a story um i've been finding myself spending probably too much time um listening and (laughs) re-listening to all the toasts and the and the ceremony and the vows and all that stuff but yeah yeah i feel like i'm starting to do that too a little more Mm because i'm just starting to edit highlights where i have decent audio because yeah like i didn't have decent audio so i've been trying to do that a little bit too but I don't know. Logan, are you ever are you ever gonna hop on the editing train one day? No, you don't want to see it. I feel like I should have you edit something just for fun and see like what. I think it'd be fun. You honestly might enjoy it. Like if if you enjoy like this might be totally out of left field, but if you enjoy (laughs) like construction and stuff, like you like to see like the final product. You like the work that goes in to see what. And what it ends up being, I, that's exactly what editing is. Like you start from scratch, like obviously you have all your shots and your audio, but you start, start, you start, God. you start from scratch, you start from scratch, you start from scratch and editing and, and you just, you know, you use the tools you have to make a video and then you see that end product and, and there's something very cool about that. So I actually think you might like it, especially as a type seven. Um, just cause it's trying something new and I love trying new stuff, but so maybe take a stab at it once. No, maybe I don't, agree. maybe don't say shart on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you like, when I watch like Hannah's films and stuff and like, she like shows you the process that goes into it. It's just like, so amazing to see how Hannah thinks of like the storyline in her head and then like plays it out because like, that's what I think of like after the wedding, it's like, how's that storyline going to go? Mm-hmm. And like I can never picture it, but and it does a great job on it. Well, I think it's kind of cool. This is random a little bit, but how like if I got all I we all had all the same videos, our highlights would all be completely different. Like we would pull something different out of them. So I I wonder I just wonder like what you would pull out of it differently from what I would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my time okay. I would just screwed up. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think yeah. Ben and Ben and I have always wanted to do something like that since we're a very similar style of shooting and similar style of editing. I think it'd be really fun if we went and shot a wedding and we both took the footage and we edited in a way that we would do it yeah. and see how different it would be. Um, I think that'd be really fun. But as you know, that would be a huge time commitment and like yeah. <laughs> editing a video that you actually don't need to be editing right then. Um, yeah. But we've done that before. I think it was Halloween of like 2021 or something. Uh, oh yeah, you just... guys, you did that. Light it up. You played them, and everybody yeah. voted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone voted for who, Hannah? 
I think they voted for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to make sure. You know, I wanted to get that out there. <laughs> it would be interesting though, because what was that? We had like 15 minutes, so if we have like a week time, it'd be really interesting yeah. to see yeah. how different it would get. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, um. You want the next question? You want me to take it? What do you think, Ben? Yeah, so what is something you wish couples understood about video? Ooh. Um, I'm going to go really basic, stereotypical. And I feel like you just, you don't get those moments back. You're, it's just like, it happens one time. And I was telling Logan earlier, my mom asked me the other day what Logan said during our first look. And if she would ask me like the week after the wedding, I could have told her, but now I would have no, I literally have no clue. So it's just nice knowing that I'll get to know, you know? Um, So I just think that's very important. It's important to me. I think it should be important to everybody. Yeah. I think seeing those, those little moments, like your first look, your first dance, stuff like that, it'll help you kind of piece together the day and remember it more. Yeah. Total. And you can't you can't go back to it. It's only one time, hopefully. So Yeah. But I don't know. That's all I have to say. Do you have anything? Um what was it, Tanya? Oh. How much work actually goes into oh. doing a video? Like all the preparation before like during the wedding day. Like Hannah's obviously like getting the shots or whatever. And then so if we have like speeches or we gotta go set up for the ceremony, like I'm off already going to set up for that. Now I gotta have, make sure tripods are ready. I gotta make sure audio is good to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like no one sees that. That's all just behind the scenes. So yeah. there, there is so many moving parts. Let alone <laughs> shooting a wedding, but also with editing a wedding. But like to stay on the shooting side, it's like people don't see that behind the scenes stuff, like you talked about. Like they don't see the tripods we have to set up. They don't see the audio that we have to set up and communicate with the DJ and whoever. They don't you know, they don't see everything. And it's like, man, the amount of steps that I take in a wedding day, or even the amount I run around trying to get things done in a decent time is like unbelievable. Yeah. I wish there's some, a little bit of forgiveness for like, if something goes wrong, cause with how many moving parts there are, like you gotta be thinking, does this moment need to be mic'd up? Um, mm-hmm. Do I need to have two angles of this? Are these cameras recording? Is the temp exposure proper? Like all this. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so easy to forget something. And that's the thing too. I think it'll always kind of be that way too. I think because think of how many hours that we've all spent learning what we do. And it's like that's hard to relay that to a couple or to guests or to whoever and be like, yeah, man, this just takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort. Like we're looking for some – forgiveness if something goes wrong if if ben doesn't mic the dad during a first look or um <laughs> or if ben goes and flies the drone during speeches or <laughs> oh gosh um but it's just like hard to explain that stuff to people because like we've spent yeah. huh, collectively thousands of hours learning all yeah. this stuff and it's like i don't know just I wish there was a way to be like, here, take all of what I know so you yeah. can know it and then give me a break. But not yeah, often I, are people coming at us with like, oh, we're mad this didn't happen or that. I think a lot of that comes from like the time it takes to edit, but that's another podcast. Yeah. I think that's the other thing, just not like understanding that it's not photography. Yeah. 
That's true. Um, I was gonna something I also need to improve on is my return time. <laughs> Very slow, but I was actually telling Logan, read I wanna see our video, but I kinda hope you take a really long time because it'll make me feel better yeah. for taking a long time <laughs> to get my videos out. Well, if it's any comfort, I mean Can really anyone mean... clip can anyone clip that real quick? <laughs> <laughs> so when Hannah comes back in six months, she's like, Hey, where's my video? <laughs> Um, yeah, if it's any comfort, Reed and I are both working on weddings that were from a year ago. I'm, I'm in, I'll back myself up a little bit. I'm in November, but I'm yeah. finishing up. It does make me feel yeah. a little better. I'm I don't so have happy. a lot of people mad because I try to be very, I try to keep people in the loop as much as possible, but um. yeah, ideally I'd be at six months <laughs> or less. Which I'm hoping I will be at that by that like by this time next year. I'm hoping I'm like three months behind. But yeah, um, yeah, COVID think, really affected both of us. Yeah. Do you think Hannah? Did you? When did you start like officially filming weddings? Twenty twenty. No, I think it'd be Shelby. It'd be four years ago. What is that? When oh, is, nice. Twenty eighteen. But like. The first year I did it would was just one on my yeah. so I don't, it was kind of like three years because I didn't really. So okay. would you say how that would you how would you say that COVID kind of affected your business? Because Ben and I could talk forever about how COVID kind of put us in the spot <laughs> we're at now, um, and we could complain forever. Um, but I want to hear from someone else that's in the industry. I will say I was. It's kind of hard because I was just still kind of growing. And I was just booking weddings at that time from people that just already knew me. I don't think I, I think I had one person postpone I, and the rest of them kept their wedding dates, but I just don't think I had any weddings booked that spring, maybe like one. And mm -hmm. so I didn't get affected as much as other people because then by the fall, I don't think anybody canceled. I don't know if you guys still had people like pushing by that fall, but I, didn't. I just, yeah, I mean, I just filmed a risk post covid reschedule just in august yeah i had one in july i think yeah so yeah there's still a reflection but i think what was the hardest is like when it started coming down to now we're having a bunch of friday saturday weddings because yeah well i have to reschedule but we want the saturday but we can't get it so we're going to do it friday and then it's like well i already have a wedding saturday so then it's just these double headers and then the teasers take a couple of days to edit and then that fills your week even a week and a half and then yes. it's like you can't get to the full film and it's just like it's it just really put us in a in a tough spot but i think we're both we're both getting out of it slowly yeah i feel like i'm starting to see like i feel like the I can see the end of the tunnel, but it's it's really, really far away, but I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little overexposed because you can't make any yeah. detail out there. Yeah. But all right, cool. Yeah. Like I said, we could talk about COVID and how it affected stuff forever, but yeah. that's that's old news. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, where where do you guys get inspiration from your films? It, it can, but it, it doesn't have to be other wedding videographers. Like, I know Ben gets composition ideas from movies. I get... You know, I'm the same way from movies or like music can influence how I do different things. And um, so I'm just curious. Um, 
Def, I don't know. Um, I, what did I say earlier? I literally sometimes Move. if I have no, yeah, I'll talk about that. But I, if I have no motivation, I just like get on my Apple TV and I'll go to like one of your guys' YouTube channel or like Travis and Joni or Bottle Brush and I just watch them like it's a show. Yeah. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. go through the whole playlist. And I feel like that, even if that's not giving me any new ideas, it's like motivating me a little bit to like, oh, that was really cool. Like I want to do something really cool. And then also definitely movies and shows i binge watch literally everything like i'm continuously watching stuff all the time and i I have an actual example and this might be like people might make fun of me but i don't know if you guys have watched twilight but the wedding scene in twilight like on my list on my phone of poses i have like five poses that are just from like the wedding like the introduction of breaking dawn i don't I'm know right i'm gonna write that down right now I yeah wanna, i want to there's like this super cool shot of her i don't know it literally like reminds me of an actual like a, just a wedding video not even a movie mm-hmm. but and so and i just like the handmaid's tale obviously not like a happy show but like i was just telling logan the other day they like had i just like pay attention to like how their the camera's moving kind of and so exactly. I, think I get some inspiration from that um yeah i I think i even think a lot of inspiration is kind of like subconscious like we take it in subconsciously like we don't really (laughs) know like we're we're just surrounded by so much media and so much stuff that's like almost overstimulating but i think we grab stuff from that and just keep it in the back of our head and we somehow formulate that but because i i can't sit here i couldn't pick a tv show that i watch and be like this is where i got that idea um, I wish I could because that's cool. It'd be fun to go look back at that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, maybe that's just my memory <laughs> being terrible. I think, I think, I, I don't know. I like watch shows like 50 times. Like I just keep rewatching them. And so I think usually my second time through is when I'm noticing like the camera stuff. And then I just mm-hmm. like write down this angle from Twilight. And then I can remember what I was talking about. Yeah. I think there's like a website out there. I don't know what it's called, but I think Landon, by the way, suggested it. It's like just a bunch of screenshots from movies and scenes and stuff. And you can almost like build out a storyboard. I think it costs money to do, but I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Like just being able to have it to reference it and go back and, um, but yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. I'd say I get some inspiration from like music videos. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes the way they transition stuff or the way they film the subject um movies for sure yep super Um, i feel like i've really been getting into documentaries recently the way they like tell stories in documentaries how they'll use like terrible footage but still make it really intriguing netflix is so good at making documentaries i talk about it all the time like like they literally use I don't know if you guys are into true crime or anything, but the Chris Watts documentary on Netflix is literally all iPhone footage and it's super good because they just like use people's like, I don't know. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that with me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's cool. I think that just goes to show and like we tell people this all the time. It's like we think that dialogue, the story, audio, all that stuff is more, gosh, my kid, my keep moving my desk gosh, Um, that just gave me a great idea. I'm going to give you guys this idea while, okay, finish what you're saying then I'll it's gone. You forgot it already? It's gone. It's out. I told you. Remember? Okay. Trash. Well, here's the <laughs> here's the idea. So you create like a Dropbox folder, or I don't I don't know if it's a Dropbox folder, or some sort of online thing 
that's really easy to use. Like, it has to be easy to use or no one's going to do it. But then literally, like, Sunday or, like, Monday, right after the wedding, you send this to the couple and you're like, hey, send this to anybody, all of your wedding gifts, all of them, and just say, upload all the footage to that Dropbox folder. Then it'll almost give you, like, camcorder footage from all these different perspectives rather than having to worry about a camcorder. But you'd have to... Yeah, you want to be careful with that, too, so, you know... Uncle Bob doesn't stick his phone out during the middle of the ceremony and ruin your shot. You know, you don't you have to like tell them after you couldn't. Yeah. Tell them you, yeah them you don't want to encourage it. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's fair. I'm, I'm going to try that. I met with a bride last night and she told me she was going to vlog her whole day and that she'd send it to me after. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that That's <works>. cool. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I think that'd be a perfect way to like get something different too, is like really lean into that vlog type thing that she wants to do like if if that's your focus of the film um i think you can get you know stuff you've never gotten before right Um, it's all about um um gosh what's his name uh floberg eric floberg Mm. do you know who that is yeah he's got one of my favorite quotes i've wanted to get a tattoo forever and i think ben's the one that told me about the quote or told me about the podcast he was on or something but just lean into what makes you different so just kind of think about like you got to lean into to what you're given especially on a wedding day and if you're given a golden opportunity like that of a vlog like man take that and run with it yeah That's pretty cool definitely um, i remember what i was saying i was saying that um, the audio and, and dialogue and the storyline of a film, it doesn't have to be a wedding film, is I will even say it's its more important than the visual side of things. Like you said, you can film something on a crappy iPhone, but you can still tell a good story. And then you're still going to have an audience. People are going to watch. People are yeah. going to listen. And um, I wouldn't say it's like way, way more important, but it's definitely more important because uh, like the visual side of things too is fun. That's what makes things yeah. like cinematic. But yeah, I think I feel like lately I've gotten so comfortable with being able to use just like not great footage that like if yeah. I miss a shot with like, oh, mom giving the grandma a hug and I'm like, man, I really need this shot. What I'll do is I'll be like, hey, do you have just like a photo of you hugging your mom? And I'll just have her send, send have him send it and I'll somehow turn it into something visually pleasing, um, yeah, which is maybe just- not a good thing. <laughs> No, I think you're really good at that. I was telling somebody about that the other day, actually. I think you're good at that, like pulling stuff in. From... I think it's about trying to make it consistent with the other rest of the film. Yeah. Yeah. Which can sometimes be tricky, but. I just did that in the last teaser I posted. They talked about, um, in, in the bride's vows, she talked about how they've been together for 13 years and, and this. And I texted her literally when I was editing. I was like, hey, do you have any photos from like the very beginning of your relationship? She sent them over and I was able to use those in the film in a way yeah. that was like, you know, kind of enhance the story a little bit. Cause like, there's one thing that she's saying that and obviously, but when you add that visual, like the visual side of things is more of like the cherry on top. It connects yeah. everything really well. Um, but yeah, that's super cool. My mic keeps cutting out. So I hope this audio is good. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> good to me. Yeah. All right, good. Um, uh, yeah. Ben, didn't you just do one? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know which one of you it was, but one where they had a, uh, <laughs> Someone like the their engagement video or something. Oh know. yeah, that one was. Uh, I did like a save the day video with them back in like 2020. No, like no, they're actually like when they're getting engaged. It was like a just like an iPhone video. 
I feel like one of you guys uh, did that at some point. I had I had a film where I put the photo. I put a photo of them <laughs> getting engaged. Maybe I don't know. I feel I, like, why do I feel like I know what you're talking about though? And I feel like it was was it Risa? Maybe it was. Tra- I don't know. I don't think it was. Could have been. I don't know. It was video Honestly, footage. Of it was their probably engagement, something that's been though. on Instagram. Yeah, like they were getting engaged. Like she was like walking up, and it was like dark, and it was like lights that you're in like a yard or something. Oh, I did use that in a recent one. Yeah, you did. Okay. I had them send me that footage. Um, that was like the very start of the video. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like I was crazy yeah, for a second. I, we watched that together. Yeah. And then there was a. I remember there were specific shots I used that I was like. I think he said something like he had lights hanging up and I, there was just like this terrible, like the person who was filming just had their phone like this, but it was pointed towards the lights. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to put that shot right next to this one and make it look like it's all together. But yeah, that's really fun to do. Even like, yeah. when you can use that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I think that's the kind of thing that like enhances your films too, is like, that's, that's 100% thinking creatively and mm-hmm. thinking outside of, you know, that's, that's getting something that you weren't given. That's like reaching outside of the box and like, Hey, is there any way I can get this kind of footage from forever ago? Yeah. And you know, so. Yeah. And I think I got that cool inspiration stuff. from Eric Floberg because in one of his wedding videos, he used like security camera footage of like oh. the couple or something. It was like, they had like a webcam in their house and they had like footage. And so he used it in a film and I was like, dude, that's, cool. that's genius. Yeah. yeah. That's shout awesome. out. Shout out Eric. <laughs> yeah. He's a Anytime listener. someone's mentioned more than one time, we have to keep giving them a shout out. Maybe he'll, you guys maybe gave he'll... me a shout out the first time and I felt like really cool. This was like what, like two years ago. <laughs> Did I was we? Like, oh my god, they know who I am. <laughs> oh, we pay attention to the wedding industry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially I feel We've like, I feel like there's not a ton of female there's not a ton of female videographers. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, not really, not. I don't know that. So many. it's cool. Do you have you talked to any female videographers? Um, I haven't like actually like met up or talked to anybody, but the um Leah Rose, do you mm-hmm. guys know? She yep. I haven't she goes, seen... talk to me sometimes. She's cool. That's really the only person I've actually talked to, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I know Madison uh, lived lives in Cedar Rapids. Madison Lynn, she's really she'd be a good yes. one to talk to. Um Abby Lee, Abby Lay, Abby Lee. I don't know how to say her middle name, but it's, it's spelled Ad- like Lee. I feel like yeah, it's, it, it's Abby Anderson. Um yeah. she's really, really good at what she does too, and she's yeah. I like follow what, them. I just don't know them. Maybe but. you can count on maybe two hands the amount of female videographers there are in the industry, at least in Iowa. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you only need one and a half hands. I don't know. I'm actually in a group on Facebook where they like female videographers. I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's awesome. And cool. I don't know. If, I don't think they're all, I don't think it's an Iowa thing. I think it's just a group. But Leah, I'm pretty sure Leah started it. So. Oh, yeah. That's very cool. Well, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to touch base on? We we kind of have this thing. Do you have any questions for us? Yeah. Let me we, think. Let me think. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a question you probably haven't got before. Okay, you probably have got this question before, actually, but it's okay. If you could, um, if you were like right after your first wedding, if you could go back and tell yourself something, what would you tell yourself? Or right after your first like few weddings, or that's a um, good question. 
Um, Maybe it's a bad question because you don't have an answer. No, it's that's really good. Like a question that makes you think and have to stop and think is a good question. Um, good job, please. Thank you. I'm trying to think back to my first couple of weddings, what I do did differently. I think I I thought like the gimbal is like so important. I used to think that. <laughs> You always yeah. used to say like it's like an extension of my arm. <laughs> like for some I mean, reason, I still kind of feel that, like that when I use a it. Piece that but... you say that always just sticks with me. Um. Oh man. I think. Pro- probably, if I could tell myself, I'd be like, "There's gonna be stressful moments in this job." Um, if you keep going, there's going to be some hardships. There's going to be stressful moments. Um, but the, the fun filled, the joyful, the, all of that kind of stuff, the, um, just the energy from every, like from every wedding will always outweigh that stuff. Um, and I think when I first started, I kind of started to get discouraged a little bit when I hit those stressful moments and then like, like, Oh, the, um, what's the thing called when you feel like you copy people um imposter and imposter syndrome syndrome i had that very early on and stuff and um just i wish i could tell myself like you just gotta push through it i mean i did but i think if i if i knew what it is now i think it would have been a lot easier to yeah get through and keep going but i don't know maybe that's not the direction you're hoping that's good advice i'd probably i'd probably tell myself charge more that'd be the first thing I charged so little for like three years, like less than 1500 for like three years. Yeah. Um, And um, another thing, I think early on I got caught up in like trying to get as many cinematic shots as I could get. And now I feel like I have way more appreciation for the genuine unstaged moments. Like I feel way better when I leave a wedding knowing I didn't have to like pose the couple a lot. Yeah. They just were kind of, they just did their thing and it was, I got incredible footage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think making sure I put more energy into getting more of those shots, like let the camera just keep rolling, um, stuff like that. I, I feel like not to take away from that, but I feel like it was like not trendy like the trend was to be super cinematic like three yeah. years ago and like it's like evolving a little bit and so I yeah think... definitely but yeah I don't know. yeah what uh, what about you i don't know i was trying to think while you guys were talking i don't know it's i think question. yeah it is hmm. i wish i would have put more focus on audio earlier on in yeah. my career me too I think I also I wish I would have put way more effort into building a relationship with the couple that I was working with. Because yes. my first five plus, I was like, I showed up on the wedding day and that's the first time I met them uh, or even talked to them. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I you can I'd... tell, that's, you can tell the difference when you do that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it makes a difference in the groom, most of all. Like, if they've met you before, they're just like, it's like a 180 of like, they'll talk to you and stuff rather than, I don't know. Yeah. I think that makes a huge difference. We talk about that a lot. Yeah. I actually just got couples. <laughs> Gosh, I was going to say, <laughs> I just got couples with a drink last night. I just got drinks with a couple last night that I'm filming this weekend. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we video chatted before, but there's also something about meeting in person that's just so much better. Um, and I feel 
so confident going into their wedding day already. Like just because we hung out, we talked, we were, you know, we weren't just talking about their wedding. We were talking about us as people and what we liked yeah. and wherever the conversation went. But um, yeah, that, that I wish I knew that right away because I think I could have, you know, grew a lot faster um, yeah. if that was the case, but. I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I have. All right. You have any questions? Logan, awfully quiet over there in there. <laughs> all right. What would you guys be doing oh. if you guys, if your career didn't take off in the wedding industry? Gosh, that's a. I would be working as a marketing coordinator or I would be doing graphic design um, for a nine to five corporate job. Um, and I would probably be super down. I'd probably hate my life a little bit. Um, not that having a nine to five is awful, but for me and for who I am, like that sucked and it was draining and sucked the life out of me. Um, and now I'm doing something finally that, you know, Ben has a tattoo that says, do the things that make you come alive. And now we're doing something that makes us feel yeah. alive. Right. Mm. Um, but like I said, just to touch a bit, there's no hard feelings with nine to five jobs. <laughs> if you have a nine to five job, like it's yeah, screw boring. you. If you have a nine then, to five job, yeah, screw you guys. <laughs> uh, and that works for some people and that's great. Um, because there is a lot of things that we have to give up for what we do. We have to give up a lot of free time, a lot of weekends, a lot of all this stuff. But, sure. um, yeah, probably just, some type of marketing graphic design sort of thing yeah i'd probably be working for my dad as an emt or paramedic working okay. in the medical field that's what i was doing before um kind of before this but i i think i was doing it because my dad did it like thinking i needed to follow his footsteps i'd probably be fulfilled like i feel like i was doing something good but um I don't think I would have been happy. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? If you weren't doing construction, you weren't doing video. Uh, probably something in finances. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I went to school for, but I mean, numbers are so much fun. That's what I started going to school for. I was a finance and real estate major, and I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I was going to go to be an accountant, and then I took accounting one and two, and I absolutely hated my life in those classes, mm. and it was not fun. So I switched to finances, and then I switched from finances to entrepreneurship, and I opened up my own business. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I don't know, to be honest. I think I was like on a path where I didn't know what I was going to do, and I was panicking, so I'm glad that honestly, this kind of fell into my lap at first. Cause I don't know. I went to school for graphic design, but I can't say that I loved it, mm. which you think everyone kind of thinks this is very similar. I feel like it's not, but I don't, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's not a very good answer, but I don't think do I, have, I'm sure I would have figured it out, but do you have like an ultimate dream job? Like if everything was attainable, everything is attainable, but if, if it was just easy at the just the reach of your hand what what would that dream job be or are you doing it are you living it i think i'm like not completely living it but i can't i would definitely want to do something similar if mm -hmm. i would honestly just want to do this 
for fun. <laughs> That's what I would want to do with my life. Just like travel and make video. I don't know. I don't want to be like a YouTube vlogger, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Something in this industry. I'm telling you, I'm glad that I do this because I have no idea what I would. I I don't know what I would be doing. I don't know. So I'm glad I like what I do. Yeah, yeah. that's always good. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Ben, do you yeah. have a dream job outside of this? I mean, yeah, I think it'd be fun to make travel videos. Just like have, I don't even know, travel, travel companies travel. are like, hey, can you go make this sick video of this? Oh, okay, this yeah. resort? That'd be awesome. I mean, you literally just go to, the, they pay for your trip to the resort and you make just this sick. You do all the fun things there and you film it and then make a video. Like that would be we'll, so fun. We'll have to try to make a travel video when we go to San Diego next month now. Um, um on top of the work we're actually supposed to be doing but what are yeah. you guys doing there i saw you post about it um grace t is actually flying us out there to film her retreat oh that'll be awesome so yeah it'll be yeah that'll be fun um no but the whole thing with the um filming travel videos like it would be super fun but i think long term i wouldn't feel as fulfilled because those videos would eventually just become irrelevant. Yeah. So I think doing weddings is honestly what I was made to do. Um, like I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. I think they said the average life of a wedding videographer is like six years or something. Um, and that's next year technically, mm. but I don't see myself like I'm still trying to like push the limit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I love what I do. I just don't know if I can still do it after, like, 50. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I have, I'll have to come up with, like, a backup plan. I'm hoping when I'm, like, 50, Logan made enough money that I can just... Be done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Pressure's on, Logan. <laughs> you better keep working. Um, no, that's cool. So, usually, how we kind of wrap these up, you said you listen as we kind of talk about... Um, something that has recently inspired us. Um, usually it's like from the last week, but since we have been MIA for six, seven months, it can be, you know, it can be a long time. Like what's, what's inspired you semi recently. It doesn't have to be in the last couple of days, but, um, and you can get creative if you want. If you know, Ben goes off the rails and does yeah. some crazy <laughs> stuff that, which ends up making sense in the end, but I don't know how it does it. But, uh, yeah, what's what's something that, for the both of you, that's just been inspiring? It doesn't have to be work-related either. Just um, Logan has a good one that he told me today that I thought was interesting. Uh, so recently, I've been, been really inspired by coffee. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Because <laughs> like just like this morning, I had to be up early. It's like the moment I woke up, I wanted to get out of bed because I was like, you know, I really want to go make some coffee because it's just been like so good the past week that I'm like, I need to go get this certain kind of coffee. Yeah. It's just, it's just a K-cup. That's yeah. all it is. Dude, you want to know what will change your life forever if you enjoy K-cups? What? Start making pour over coffee. Like get a Chemex, the thing that kind of looks like a, yeah. a beaker. Yeah, a beaker. And you start making pour over coffee. Flash, One, yeah. it tastes better. And two, the process of doing it, you're like, this is so cool. Like you feel so <laughs> cool when you're doing it. So I, I, I get what you're saying. And I know that if you started doing pour over coffee, you'd be like, wow, I love this. So, 
that's cool. Maybe I will say more. like when you wake up and you get a coffee or whatever, like I feel like I have my life together. I'm like, you know what? This is gonna be a productive day. <laughs> I have my coffee. That's awesome. <laughs> It's like one of those shirts, like, don't talk to me till I have my coffee yeah. or something. We have caffeine addiction in this house, so <laughs> we, I don't know. I used to be really, really addicted to caffeine and coffee. So I still drink coffee quite a bit, but I used to, like, down half a pot or a pot when I was, like, in college. Like, that was the only thing that could get me through an entire day. Because um, I, like, had meetings at 7 a.m. all the way to, like, 1030 at night. And then okay. I just needed so much. But, um yeah, cough's a good one. What about you, Hannah? Can't can't say the same thing. I wouldn't. Actually, I don't even actually like coffee, just so everyone knows here. I just like really watered down coffee. But um, I don't have anything good. I was going to say, like, when we get stuff done in our house, I feel very productive and very, like, inspired because it's been a long process and I'm close to done. Mm-hmm. Also, this one's, like, I don't know. I really am into making playlists. So I like to make certain playlists that I'm, this is just something I've been doing recently. And like they have specific names and I put a picture and then I, I don't know, like they match like a vibe. Like I have an autumn one and then I play it and I feel so good about my life because I just made this okay. long playlist. That's and cool. so, yeah, that's, that's one cool. thing. I, I love that too. I've tried that multiple times, like making different playlists, but I, I get frustrated. Like if I put one in there that just doesn't fit, I'm like, I'm terrible at this. I can't do this. Well, that's <laughs> what, like, as I'm playing through it, I'm like, oh, never mind. I don't know why I added this song. So nice. Yeah. Like I literally look on Pinterest, like playlists and I look through the songs. I'm like, oh, that's a good song. And then I go. Oh, that's a good idea. Looking on Pinterest. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. I, it's okay. not a bad one. At and all. is this like Spotify or what is this? Uh, I use Apple Music. Oh, okay. everybody hates my Apple Music, but yeah, I like. See, it. we Ben and I use everything Apple, but I think both of us use Spotify, and I don't know. That's the one thing I think that's what makes you the ultimate Apple fan is when yeah. you use Apple Music too, or like Apple Maps. It sucks. Come on, I love Google Maps so much more. But I never use Google Maps. I hate Google Maps. <laughs> oh Man, gosh, it'll, it'll change. It'll I feel change like Google life. Maps. The benefit I love. I like Google Maps because you get the reviews and everything. Okay. About it. I just um, don't have it downloaded to my phone, and so I hate when it pops up on the internet. That's why I don't like it, and it just automatically goes to my little app. So. I maybe <laughs> next time you have to go somewhere you don't know how to get get to, uh, just try Google Maps. You'll be like, okay, yeah. I will. I think I'll Google has a better <laughs> does a better job of routing the correct. Oh, uh, I could see that, but. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, but I found these results on search. Yeah, we have, we're big with Google. We have Google displays that literally will like talk to us. I've lived here for a month and a half and I still haven't plugged it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have Googles all over my house and I will like tell it to turn on things and like Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, his brother's house is. Yeah. Yeah. And his brother's house is like straight all Google, everything, everything being ran from his phone from Temperature, the lights, the the cameras outside, everything. Oh, that's cool. If I didn't have an iPhone, I'd probably do a Google Pixel. Not gonna lie, but I love iPhone. Yeah, I don't know if I would ever be able to go back to something. Have, that's have you ever airdropped anything to your phone yet? Yes. Like, yes. Does it change change the game? It's life changing. Oh my gosh! Yes. I was telling you that, wasn't I? Because mm-hmm. I literally haven't been able to post a preview on Instagram. There's no way to post 
on Instagram from your computer. Is there, am I missing something? Uh, I think you you can. actually can um, if you do Creator Studio. Um, so do you have a Facebook I think you can page? do it from Instagram. So you like have to do that. it from Facebook though? I think you well, can do you, it from Instagram. You used to have to do it through Creator Studio, which is like, it. it's technically Facebook, but Facebook owns Instagram. So um, That's how I was, post my Facebook videos is through Creator Studio. Yeah. And there, there, there was a way, and I'm sure there still is a way to post it from the computer. There might be, Instagram might have updated where you can post from your computer now too. Um, okay. But we have but, a friend that, that uses a PC and he just drops everything to a Dropbox folder and then he gets it on his phone. That's what I do. I've got beef. I've got beef with Dropbox anyway. I could never do that. But now you don't, you'd only need to, I mean, airdrop it to your phone. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's nice. For the listeners out there, Hannah bought my old iMac, not old iMac, but my my iMac that I had previously, and now she she's understanding the love of editing and AirDrop and all the stuff that Apple products have to have to offer as a creative. Yes. So, um, yeah. What about you, Ben? What's what's something that's inspired you? I've I've been waiting seven months. I, for I'm this lucky. Moment. I had something sitting right next to me. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no, this will actually be cool. And I is it, honestly is it your think Capri Sun? That I that was my first option, and then I was like, oh, that's not good. Enough. <laughs> um, okay, so there's this game. I, I actually learned about it from Eric Osborne. Um, Shout out Eric. And it's called the And. Um, and the actual thing is, it's called the Skin Deep. Essentially what this game is, and there's different versions. There's an, a stranger's version. There's like a long-term couple's version. There's a dating version. There's a family version. Um, essentially what it is, is it's it's a game where you just have to like, you essentially get to know the person. So like, let me just ask one question. What's a personality trait you wish you had more of and why? Um, and you literally will just sit there and talk. So like me and Lauren have this... Uh, one that's called long-term dating relationship or long-term. And it has questions like what, uh, um, how have I changed since we started? Like how has my personality changed since we started, uh, since we've been together and just little things like that. And you, it's surprising how good you feel after you get done, like talking to somebody like that. Um, and I, I'm trying to utilize it with my couples now to like break this, there's always this barrier whenever we're talking to couples. There's just it's like you're just like scratching the surface of this relationship and I hate that. And so I try to break it so I feel like I'm talking to a friend by the end. I do it with every like consultation. I try to be laughing and comfortable and I felt like I try to be myself by the end of the conversation rather than like a sales pitch. So I'll, I think I had, I don't remember where I had them. Oh, here. I think these are a couple of questions I was going to ask um, couples and sometimes asking these questions can be really uncomfortable, but I think it can really, if they can get the answers going, I think it can break it. So here's one. It says, if we never meet again, what is one thing you'd like me to take away from this meeting? Like, what do you want me to remember about you, your personality? Um, what's a moment in your life you wish you could relive over and over again? It doesn't have to be wedding related. Um, I think there's like questions like there's like ones that are really uncomfortable. Um, when was the last time you cried and why? 
So I think just asking some of those questions, I think, can really break the ice with people and build this, like, stronger relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool thing. I feel like not, like, the – like, this is just going to make our relationship sound kind of bad. But, like, you end up having the same conversations. Like, you're just talking about your day, whatever. It would be kind of nice to just have, like, a (laughs) question, you know? I don't know. Like, not that our conversations are boring, but – no, I literally tell Lauren, like, I, I haven't told her this in a while, but I remember there was a, it was probably like last year I told her this. I was like, why do I feel like I don't know you? <laughs> like, uh, I feel like if Lauren and I were to play, you know, that game that they sometimes play at weddings where like, you have to like write on a board and you have to make sure it's the right answer. Like, what is her yeah. favorite? I feel like if we play that game, I'd be so bad at it. There's just like little things I feel like I don't know. Um, and so I kind of got I this like- game. After you're together for a long time, you forget to, like, ask or talk about it or something. I don't know. Yeah, you guys should get this game. I think think you guys would really like it. So, like, Lauren and I, when we went on our, like, an anniversary dinner, we just sat at the dinner table and um, played it. And even with Reed, we were in a car driving, (laughs) and I just was like, all right, ask me another one. (laughs) Me and Ben know everything about each other, though, so. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. That's a good uh, game for like me, Morgan, and Tyler. We get at that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, Reed, what about you? Um. So I signed up for my very first ever 5K race. Um, it's not to get too deep, but I've had heart problems, heart issues recently, uh, like over the last year, and uh, just kind of need to focus on my physical health a little bit more. Um, not that if I don't focus on my physical health, I'm gonna, some bad's gonna happen, but it will help improve what's been going on. Um, so I was like, you know, I've been decently active my whole life and whatever. Um, but I was like, I want to, I just want to start running. I want to try running. And I am someone that needs something to look forward to, um, to continue something and be consistent with it. Um, so I'm like, ah, I'm gonna sign up for a 5k. I've never done one before. It's like a Hertz donut one. So at the end you get a, you get a donut. So I'm like <laughs> looking forward. I am looking forward to that. Donut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I've, I've been training for that the last couple weeks and it's, uh, I don't know, something about running has been like inspiring to me. Like I, I feel good sometimes when I'm doing it and, and kind of almost like that runner's high, like I'm getting creative ideas and, and some inspiration and stuff. So, I don't know. I think to sum that up, because I didn't really answer the question, I'd say like having something to look forward to, um, like a goal to do, um, is pretty inspiring, whether that's work related, whatever. And for me, it just happens to be running. So, um, yeah. That is kind of inspiring though. Even like knowing you did that, I'm like, dang, maybe I should do that. (laughs) I feel like I need to exercise. I texted you. I asked, I asked some people, I was like, does anyone want to do this with me? I've got a couple friends that are doing it, but you have a wedding on that day, the day of the race. But, um, and the, and the kick, the kicker of it is I like, I only have like a month to train for it. So it's kind of like the couch to 5k type of thing. But like I said, I've been decently active and decently healthy for a long time. I'm just not, perfect um not in running shape i guess but um yeah that's awesome cool. very cool anything yeah. else before we close it out i think, I this, think, so. I think this is pretty good pretty well pretty fun i like it let's all stand up really quick stand up and just like 
Just like I'm gonna oh, have to put my headphones on. We're just gonna we're just gonna spin around in a circle, all of us. Oh, I'm like not wearing the fit. Though. And everybody, everybody, I wish I, I can't hear, but just like make a noise while you're spinning. I'm keeping okay. the phones on. Gosh, I'm gonna get tangled up. Just be smart with it. Okay, ready, set, and go. Uh, uh, we keep going? I feel like I'm dancing with my headphones. <laughs> okay, we're good. I'm tangled. Anyways, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in to this episode of the Creative Crunch Podcast with Hannah and Logan Belzer of H Creation Films. And uh, we will probably see you in another six months. So, uh, <laughs> <bye>. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>